I bet God's got every part. Yeah. God, he made us in his image. Yeah. That means he had a 10 out of 10 pussy. <laughs> based on me. Yeah, yeah based on me. Am if I, I'm any indication that... Uh, anatomy. Uh, <laughs> wait, are we recording now? Yeah, what, did, what, what were you doing upstairs, Joe? That's not how we start. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it... That's yeah. not in the script. What were you doing in our bathroom upstairs, pal? <laughs> yeah, huh? what, uh, wait, were you shitting in that bathroom? In the far away bathroom? I, <laughs> the I, privacy... Thank you for the, you letting me use the far away bathroom. Uh, uh, the bathroom at my work, uh, the floor was missing. <laughs> for the last time you used it. Okay. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Yeah, yeah, for a listener, we... Uh, <clears throat> we let me take it again. <laughs> I, I thought that joke was very good when Cosmo made it to me. I said, wait till we're recording. There was a little bit of a technical hiccup. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let's just try it for the third time. Uh, no, but I, th- I had something about the this floor being missing. I just couldn't get into my zone, you know? Mm, and that's one of the few bathrooms wait. that I, I'm using in my day-to-day is the work bathroom. Wait, like it was like chicken wire and there was stories below you? What do you mean the floor was missing? I am picturing you like looking On down two by fours. at a vast <laughs> like distance. Yeah, eating my lunch out of a pail yeah. <laughs> with a hard hat on. <laughs> yeah, up on your rebar. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, they're tearing out the floor, so there's uh, wood down there. Mm-hmm. Doing, it's a whole project. Look, it's not funny. If I describe it to you, it's not going to make you guys have more jokes. Okay, you need to look down at tiles to poop? I don't know. I just don't get it i don't i didn't look hmm. i didn't know this about myself either but apparently you make a you make an alteration like that to one of my honestly one of the bathrooms i've used the most in the city of chicago wow you know i mean i've been there it's changed it's you're out of your comfort zone i'm out of my comfort zone you're taking a tense i remember when i remember when i went back to work after like the initial bit of lockdown in like mid 2020 and i was like wow i cannot believe I finally have a second bathroom. <laughs> this is so exciting for me. I've been shitting in the same toilet every single day. Yeah. And you using that toilet again uh, created the second lockdown of, <laughs> of 2020. Now's a good time to plug Joey's second podcast, Pooping Around Chicago, where he tries <laughs> out different bathrooms. I think... With different floors. I think not only is that a good idea, I think there's a demand for this. It's a good public service. Yeah. I mean... You can only do, I can only do so many in a day. But. The podcast well, or the leaving a turd? We'll change your diet. Um, leaving a turd is a uh-huh. service? Even a big so. big climbing bull snake? No, but people, inch should, and out. people should know about which, which public toilets are accessible and which ones are top of the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ones you use are accessible after you give it a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm you, coming at you. You really come at the same... I mean, you really come at with the same joke quite a few times yeah. and it has worked. I, I know it in so many different languages. <laughs> it's, it's worked fairly effectively, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I'm giving it to Joey today. 
All right. Well, what what's he poops like a fucking nerd? Okay, <laughs> shut up. What are you guys up to? Uh, I went for a walk before this, and uh, I tell you what, I'm I'm kind of mad. I was gonna say you <laughs> seem more intense than ever. I'm kind of steamed. Did you go for a walk and come back more mad? Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah That yeah. is so bizarre. You can't do like like at peace mindful things, or he no. like, get like furious. <laughs> well, okay, two things. One. One guy in our alley literally just walking around looking for a recycling bin to empty, empty his big recycling bin in. Mm. Is that what's not at his house? It might be. He looked in other ones and oh my god, we it seems like they're not picking it up. There's so yeah, much, yeah, now someone else, man. Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're infectious. Dude. You came here to spread the virus of your anger. All right, well, the second one you guys might not agree with, but I had to step <laughs> over a man's dog because this bush was out into the sidewalk. Your opinions on dogs have been controversial in this, on this podcast. All right. Well, yeah. hear me out. So this guy, we're like, there's a bush in between us and th- I thought he was going to walk and I was going to wait. And then yeah, he took this, is his, like a, this is like a riddle. What do you mean? There's a bush. I'm trying to picture. Is this like a fat, a fox, a chicken, side, a bag of grain? <laughs> half the sidewalk was taken up by sprawling bush. Uh-huh, so only uh-huh. one person could walk at a time. I okay. This guy had a dog on one side. We're kind of like at an impasse the way like a, the like you'll have to go around like a, like a broken down bus. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay. And I thought he was going to go, whatever. I was waiting and he just like wasn't going. And then when he finally did go, he took so long, like just expecting me to pet his dog, which was in my way. And so I stepped over and I'm like, I'm not enchanted by your stupid fucking dog. Every person with a dog thinks everyone's going to stop and want to pet the fucking dog. Get your dog out of my God. They're losing again. I love that Adam's gotten to a point in his life where he couldn't care less about being likable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Just like, you don't just like think to me like, oh, most people like dogs. I'll just keep these opinions to myself. No. Well, I mean, no. Why are you in this God? damn hurry on your leisurely stroll. <laughs> it's just the, where this guy's head at. It's like you don't know if I'm in a hurry or not. Let me go or go Which you and weren't. bring your goddamn dog with you. You were both, because he was with a dog, so you were two men, both on leisurely walks, and somehow you turned this into an opportunity to get mad at a stranger. Yeah, well, In also, the one life you live on a planet. <laughs> we're in space. Did you see what NASA posted these today? Yeah, it just looked like colorful photos. I've seen that, I've seen that on I a lot of desktop backgrounds. Yeah, I wasn't very impressed I actually, by that. I, so I watched, I watched a live stream this morning. Uh, hey, hey, listener, you can really tell how tight the turnaround on this episode is, <laughs> if you know that. I watched like the live stream where they revealed all the James Webb photos. And uh, at one point, they're like, and we're going to toss to via satellite to our colleagues in Montreal. How are you doing up there, Canadian Space Force? Which, first of all, cute that they Canadian have that. Space Force. They have a Canadian Space Association or whatever. I picture a lot of flannel. Like, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're like, on the moon. And <laughs> flannel going. They got those hats, like the bounty hats. Oh, no yeah, yeah. oh it's almost as cold as, cold as Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now they were like, all right, we're going to throw our, our Montreal can, uh, colleagues are going to show us the next photo. And then they, they couldn't get the feed to work oh, wow. <laughs> which is a beautiful i mean they uh, connect up <laughs> <laughs> did you know that the gravity in canada is actually a third as it is in america and by that i mean a third of your opinions are as important fuck the gravity of your opinions can <laughs> i take this one again <laughs> yeah we tried we tried the, the the first bathroom joke like three times give nah, it another go no nah, i don't even know that i can do it you know what i'm realizing now that the joking joke, the joke i was trying to make was we can put a man on a moon but we can't get a call Picture. over to, to Canada. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was very funny to be like, this is one of the greatest achievements in human
human science. And they're like, and now we're going to take a zoom call yeah. with our, co- with our colleagues yeah. 200 named, kilometers away. Some dude named Pierre doesn't know how to share his screen. <laughs> it's taking, it's taking 13 minutes to get past it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, I, I think I think I bought into the hype the all these all these all fucking Hank Greens out there being like this is gonna blow your little mind you know were the rest of the pictures cool because that first one well, they, they I, didn't lead strong uh actually there's like some galaxies colliding it's cool but it's like it doesn't feel like something you, that you didn't see from like the Hubble well, I understand mm-hmm. that it's like that there's like it's important but it's not cool. <laughs> I'll show you. It does I'll, not look cool. I'll show you the, some of the nebula they had. There's some good nebulas. Okay. Everyone likes a nebula. I can get impressed by it. But, but it's not like, it's. It, it, they'll be like, and here's what the Hubble saw 30 years earlier. And I'm like, well, that looks pretty uh, similar. Mm-hmm. Like there's definitely more detail on the web one. Uh-huh. I guess the idea that we can see to the light from the beginning of the universe is pretty cool. But in the beginning. Look, I only watched... Right, I should read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I think he is right, but who knows how. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't ask... And please ask me no follow-up yeah. questions about how that works. Uh, I, I really bought into the hype of it, but really, I just wanted... I wanted to tune in to make sure if they... It, if there was a live stream stream this morning where they're like, and here's a picture of God, I want it to be, <laughs> I want it to be there. He's a, he's a blurry, I, like Bigfoot. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> I, I, just didn't want, I didn't want to miss the picture of God. If it was going to happen. And it hasn't been yet, but I mean, it's a pretty big, it's a pretty yeah. big telescope. Yeah. You guys. Wow. That would be, that'd be a big day. <laughs> also, all these fucking science dorks being like, Fuck, we proved God's real? <laughs> Science's oldest enemy? <laughs> Dude, we found we finally got a high resolution infrared picture of God. He's mooning us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pressed hands on her glass. Well. Yeah? Well, yeah. Do it. This <clears throat> is the American Journal of Losers. <laughs> with no and with no yeah, do it and don't do it with yeah. any enthusiasm. No frills. This is the American Journal of Losers. Ooh, Ooh. This is her fresh air kind of <laughs> NPR take. <sighs> oh, don't do that. Hot hummus breath. <laughs> I, and this is hey, here's my here's my anti dog take. Now this is yeah. more common. ASMR is fucking creepy. <laughs> it scares mm. me. Oh yeah, it's weird. And everyone wants to like look. I get that it's not necessarily sexual, but why? Why is the lady looking like that? If it's <laughs> if it's not, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I, you I know what I mean. I do feel like. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really know, but I feel like the type, the ASMR type ladies are kind of in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm condemning this. I'm not admitting to it. Mm. Yeah, okay. Also, an acronym makes it sound sexual. You know what I mean? It, it, they had like a full name for it's it. It's got that SM right in the yeah, middle. It's got I the mean, SM. Yeah, it really, it's just missing the BD. Asmer. Big dick. <laughs> yeah. What, mm. what is it? What does it stand for? Auto sensory uh, uh, MR. Uh, I don't know. It's a guess. Uh, oh, boy. Audio. Oh, yeah. Auto sense. Uh, audio. Yeah. Boy. Boy. We'll never know. <laughs> this is yeah, really good. It, su- it sucks because we'll never know what it stands for. Isn't, isn't it? It's one of the, the mysteries of life is what does ASMR stand for? Isn't it great that every podcast feels like our first time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, ASMR absolutely is one of those things. I should be keeping a running list of these things. Terms I've heard dozens of times and have never been curious enough to look Couldn't up. Care no. I, I don't care what it stands No, for. I'll never look it up. And, and like, I'm usually a pretty curious person. I'm usually doing a lot of research for this pod. Every now and then I run into something where I'm just like, 
I can't. I can't put that in my brain. I don't care. Yeah. I'm no usually pretty space. good at acronyms. I pride myself in my acronyms. You like to. You like to move it back. You like to to flip it or reverse it. Figure it out from the from the back end. Yeah, dude, Missy Elliott. <laughs> Stands for my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joey Benarski, and this is a podcast about losers. Yeah, tricked ya. <laughs> you. Yep, you wouldn't know what the hell this was about, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, what did you think we were a, a podcast talking about the newest discoveries in science? Uh, guess again, bozo. We all are kind of confused by how that telescope works. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bigger than others. That's how I. That makes sense to me. Actually, yeah. <laughs> a big one goes the furthest. Well, I'm Adam McShane. I'm Cosmo Amigos. And there we are. Nothing to add. Just we're sponges oh, for information. You guys don't want you guys don't we're want to do a little soaking it we're up. Cutting Joey out of the pot. You oh, know what? <laughs> the guy I, that does all the research. We don't need you, dude. <laughs> it just occurred to me what a gift school was because there's literally they do all this stuff and then I just get to learn it in like a second if I remember, and then I didn't remember any of it. Someone did all the work for me yeah. and just fed it to me, and I was too fussy. <laughs> I needed a buzzing bee to come out of the barn and sting me in the mouth. I really didn't think that they were telling. <laughs> you know, like I, you. I, I don't know. I just yeah, I don't okay, know maybe that. airplane in the mouth. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll admit, I was doing the thing where I was just waiting for him to stop talking. Yeah, yeah. I talk. like, okay, we'll glide past this bee thing he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. He made some metaphor. Has, has Adam ever made, was successfully done a, a metaphor before? I would it's like a child. If people wrote in times Adam said stuff that we didn't call out, that just made absolutely <laughs> no sense. <laughs> <laughs> we're calling out. The thing is, we're we're trying to stay vigilant. We're calling out so much. It's just, we need. We would need a third go. We'd need a fourth go. Yeah, we need a fact checker on, on staff. Who's just on Adam duty? I have re-listened. I have edited and re-listened to myself and it's taken me a few times to get what I was going for. <laughs> yeah. And, that's, and it came from my that's brain. the horse's mouth <laughs> <Yeah>. listening. <laughs> well, Joe. Yeah. You're going to make me do it? Yeah. You always got to do it. What's the loser? It's Shkreli. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo knows Shkreli? Oh, yeah. You know Shkreli, You too. know Shkreli. Martin Shkreli. Hmm. The pharma bro. Uh, wait, of... of uh, heroin of uh, oh, the what oxy tell us who uh, you think tell us what you think this man is is this guy the pfizer guy that jacked up the price yeah yeah oh, okay yeah, he's okay. not he wasn't with pfizer but oh, yeah, right. said, aids medication uh, did you think that our loser today was a man addicted to heroin for a second Fucking no. that's loser <laughs> shit dude no i thought he was uh whatever that company was that made oxycontin that makes sense. There's a couple. He's like an opioid. Joey, there's a couple pharma bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joey. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't know him as well he's as like, I do. He's like, wait, you don't know exactly the one pharma bro? <laughs> well, no, I just I, the pharma bro is a is a pretty specific nickname, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. sure. I don't know. I I don't I don't like that nickname for. Oh, me. he's not a pharma bro. He's the pharma bro. He's the yeah. pharma. Although I I don't like that name for. I think it gives bros kind of a bad name. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got really wet looking hair. Ooh. <laughs> picture oh, that. Adam. This is a slimy man. I actually had to pull up some pictures. Real quick, uh, before we get moving, hold on. Are you gonna show us the farmer, bro? No, I got I gotta pull up the courtroom sketches for this man. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> we'll get to him later. He's he's gonna go to court eventually. Yeah. Uh, no, we were literally talking about this the other day because uh, a friend of the show said that we quote missed this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's some pretty big guys that you didn't ever think about. Like, we thought about it, dude. We <laughs> like, well, it's like, like what, do you, what do you mean missed it? We, do you think we're going in alphabetical order? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, you're just giving in, huh? It was on the list. Yeah. I hate, I hate giving away when somebody guesses it, mm. but like people are, 
<laughs> look, I'm pretty, look, I'm pretty predictable. We've made it very clear that if you do make our job any easier at all, we will do we will do your topic. Like, unless, unless it's clear, a friend of the show did not make our job easier yeah. in this in this circumstance. Yeah, maybe I, harder because he's going to talk to us about it later. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Is it the friend I'm thinking? The one that's com- comfortable giving the most feedback? Yeah, Chimer Inner. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Chimer, Chimer Inner is the official title. Chimer Inner. Wow. What yeah, a, I think that sounds like it belongs on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Chimer Inner. Chimer Inner. Love you, buddy. All right. You guys know. Kaiser, what do you know? Do you tell me? Give me, give me your knowledge. I know the Wu Tang thing. We know the, we um, know the Wu Tang thing. Yeah. The, I don't want to give it all away. I know that. I know he went to jail for something. Yep. And that he's got really wet looking hair. <laughs> yeah, he's got some of the. And that is ninety percent of him, I think. Yeah, but you've 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 touched on a big. So you don't know him from his his esports career, though. No, <laughs> I I went down the most useless rabbit hole. Okay, we'll get we'll, we'll yeah, get to this in a second. The, the beginning. We'll talk about Martin Shkreli. You know him. He's the guy who jacked up the price of a life saving medication uh, by over five thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of percent. It's more percents than you, you, I would do it. <laughs> I would go three, Wait, four. So was it like a cent? If it was even a dollar, that's so much money. It yeah, was thirteen fifty a pill. So it went okay. up to seven hundred and fifty dollars okay. a pill. It, that's fifty mm. times. What if we ration the pills? Maybe that we could stretch it. Maybe we're. <laughs> I think there's enough. I just want to side with. I just want to side with him for the sake of uh, well-rounded. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of an echo chamber when we all hate the monster guy. Yeah, we we really should have done this. Like, okay, I'm gonna come in and say this guy's a loser. Someone should have done counter research. Yeah, be like, actually, Martin Scarelli's oh, a good friend. I love the idea. Maybe that's that's something we do at some point. <laughs> we try to battle it out. Hey, let, look. I'll be that guy. Yeah, you're yeah. Every re- time I'll defend the loser. <laughs> <laughs> Adam sticks up for the little man. Unless they're good. I really, I, I get the, I, he wanted to make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? And you know what? You, you nailed his motivation. Yeah. I really feel like people who want to get stupid rich, it's not, ethics isn't like a, a sh- there's no shades of gray. It's either like, well, I'm unethical. Might as well go as unethical as possible. And this is, so here's the the thing about Martin Shkreli, that I think it's just very important to nail this home. The thing that he did, while a very egregious example of price gouging, was a thing that yeah. lots of people are right. doing. It is. It's like the norm in <laughs> right. pharmaceutical. I mean, don't get me wrong. The American healthcare system is very good, and there's not many problems with it. But price gouging is a thing that people on Wall Street, especially like hedge fund managers on Wall Street, which is what this guy is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a common enough thing. The difference is Martin Shkreli is... He leans into the villain aspect a little bit, King. I, which feels like it feels like a bit of a uh, defense mechanism. And it feels like he, he is being intentionally a troll. Yeah, in this he's way. a heel. He's a troll. He's he, kind of he, like, well, I mean, booze power me. Sort it, of I mean, can you imagine? I've always wanted to do that. I've never had the guts to actually do it. But to go on stage, be like, yeah, give it up. Give it up for me. And then be like, now boo me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just be like, yeah. Lead them <laughs> like on. professional wrestler style. I think it would feel so good to be booed in that. Really? Way. You want to be a heel? Yeah. But usually when I see crowds booing you, it really upsets you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have a really hard time all those times that happens. <laughs> you know, I, there's not a lot of booing these days. Yeah. You don't hear that often. You don't hear a lot. Yeah. The most heckles are just like someone trying to participate. It's yeah. almost a compliment. I mean, they're really try- they're trying to help the show. Yeah. Booing's borderline automata. It feels like saying pow. You know, it'd be yeah. like weird and ham-fisted. Ooh, yeah, that's a crazy noise to make when you don't like something. <laughs> I think I've booed a couple times at an open mic when someone was just like 
Hate speech. Yeah, it was just, it was <laughs> yeah. just hate speech. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't even making it. They weren't even making it that funny, you know? <laughs> like, look, I'll condone hate speech if there's a clear set of punchline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Booing feels so intentional. Mm-hmm. I would have to be doing something monstrous to be booed, and I intend to. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll plug my dates after at the end here. Uh, yeah, March Girl leans into it. Let's get back to the beginning. Martin Shkreli, he's born 1983, March 17th, the son of Albanian immigrants. Cosmo's mm. nodding like, yep, yep, that checks out. Well, Albos. <laughs> Cosmo, there's the only people Cosmo hates more than the Turks. <laughs> no, no, it's the other way around. <laughs> I like Albanians more than Turks. But, oh, of course. But okay. they're in the, they're kind of the two on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is that, and this is actually true. He is actually a working class kind of guy growing up. What, what, what pops do? Uh, mom and pops, both janitors. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a, uh, yeah, both Bro- janitors. Brooklyn janitors in Sheepshead Bay. And like, I think a lot of the times you hear these, like, I pulled myself up from whatever. Like, he's not claiming abject poverty, but, you know. Sure. It wasn't, he wasn't well-to-do and then got into the hedge fund business. He was, by all accounts, uh, a stocks nerd. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. he was born with the pri- privilege of having that hedge fund little rat face <laughs> that they all need yeah. to have. <laughs> he was born <laughs> He was born on a foggy night with the wettest hair you can imagine. <laughs> How do you stock nerd with no money, though? You it takes like money follow, to make money. You just, like, follow... You know, I knew a few guys. Uh, let me tell he you. He just I, built up his brain knowledge. I went brain. to UW-Madison for two years, and I met... Yeah. I met, I would say, 95%. If I were to, like, take all of the worst people I've ever known and put in a room, 95% come from UW-Madison <laughs> and are this type of guy. <laughs> Usually they have more money than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, there is a type of guy that just is genuinely kind of very interested in stocks and it just like works for their brain did you hate college because you went to the wrong parties were you going to like douchey parties i think all the parties i went to were a little douchey even where they weren't like i wasn't going to like frats or it anything. is crazy you weren't going to like weird like alt art kid parties like yeah. that feels like where you would have flourished <laughs> those guys were also pretty annoying yeah. <laughs> i'm being you odd. can't really find the good 20 year olds <laughs> yeah <I> think- <laughs> That was the overwhelming uh, uh, feeling that I had. <laughs> I'm about to take Cosmo's phone away. Strike one, pal. I'm participating. That buzzes one more time on the table. All right, that's fair. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I gotta get up. <laughs> what was I saying? I was about douchey twenty-year-olds parties. Yeah, stocks. Guy's got a brain for stocks. Yeah, let's just get back to Martin Shkreli. How about? Well, yeah, that's who, who had a brain for stocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, he starts interning at uh, at a at a hedge fund at age seventeen. Mm. Okay, yeah. So I mean, he he gets he's it. He's got that billionaire grind. Set. He's got that billionaire grind. That he start he interns for Kramer Berkowitz and Company, uh, and that Kramer is <laughs> oh, he's bursting through doors, <laughs> <laughs> eating their leftovers. Actually, that Kramer is Jim Kramer, as in Whoa. Mad oh, Money, Mad, wow, mad Money Jim Kramer. This would have been in a. Uh, this would have been in around 2000, so he was still leading people into the Great Recession yeah, by hand. Yeah. Does MMJC still have a hedge fund or no? Was he doing a show like with... I mean, I know he was intentionally spreading certain information, but... He- I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, you're going to have to ask that question again because you said MMJC. <laughs> you know he, you know he loves acronyms. <laughs> you do. And I, you know what? I'm not as smart as you. Uh, do you want me to... I want to see Jim Cramer still has a show. Well, or no, a hedge fund. I think he still has a show. 
Oh, does he still? What do I fall asleep to every night? Yeah. What do I Devo every? Am I Devoing reruns? Is that why I'm losing so much goddamn money? Lehman Brothers, buy Lehman Brothers. Wait, that is. I never realized how much the program title Mad Money would appeal to you, Adam. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's your two If that wasn't already taken, I would call you Mad Money Adam McShane. Dude, if they had if they had like a dollar bill logo with like Ben Franklin sticking his tongue out like Einstein, I would crazy hair. Oh, my God. Mad Money I'd be glued, dude. Oh, yeah. He's working for this hedge fund. Uh Graduates college is works there until 2006 or so. And while there was uh, investigated by the SEC for insider trading at 17 at 19 at 19 wow. investigated Ooh. for insider trading at night. You're barely even inside at 19. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the like, stuff he overheard in the halls passing by people. I wasn't yeah. inside till I was 23. <laughs> No. Could you edit out the high five sound? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it louder. Oh, I just sound like he just bombed. <laughs> no, I liked it. I did think it was older than that, but I liked it. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was... I guess I don't know what, what I thought. It's not young. It's not young, but look, we're not here to talk about who got it in young. <laughs> my god guys <laughs> joey this is the kind of stuff you reprimand me for <laughs> well i you joey's do, you learned do. i can do no better <laughs> joey's given up i'm like when a parent has like a like a fifth child and they just don't oh, put whatever. in any effort yeah they're just riding it out till yeah, the empty I, nest i expect a lot out of you cosmo <laughs> adam is adam's my precious angel and he's doing the best he can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah investigated for his area training not nothing in Conclusive, nothing. You know, he just made a very good bet. <laughs> it's kind of like Damn, it's kind of like cool. Uh, it kind of feels like when the pit boss comes over to you to make sure you're not counting cards. You know, wow. It's just like, how are you so good at the trading and pinch your dog? Is that what? Is that the unfortunate? fact of the story that i mean i think is. he's great at doing this particular thing that is mostly causing evil in the yeah. world mm-hmm. uh also not to mention this is 2000 like this is 2006 he starts his own hedge fund in 2007 and because he's one of the smaller guys he makes it through the great recession relatively unscathed interesting being being less well off was better for the good look it's it, i'm sure he lost some money don't get me wrong sure. but i you know he wasn't he, he he had some business going where like he was in debt look <laughs> this is not an episode where i'm going to give you details <laughs> uh there was like an keep it vague keep it vague there babe. was an incident where he like was had some do some business with lehman brothers but then <laughs> lehman brothers like fucking and then uh, he got out of it, basically. Dude, I huh? an incident where you had to do some business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love using to describe a whole thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, yeah, let's try to move through this as soon as we can. Yeah. Are we going to need a disclaimer that this is there's no financial advice in this and that you should seek out your own... Like a COVID misinformation uh-huh. warning. But for <laughs> no, I think, I think you should be based on... You should invest based on what we say. Look, if you're a listener and you have the chance to up a, a medication 5,000%. <laughs> yeah, make that move. Yeah, do it, man. Uh, yeah, so around 2011, he gets into pharmaceuticals. Uh, he always kind of, whenever he's given his little villain origin story, he always kind of paints like, he gives like family history that implies that he has beef with the pharmaceutical. He, like, <laughs> he doesn't like big pharma, which like, yeah, dude, nobody likes big pharma. Wait, okay, but he gets in to be like, I hate it, so I'm going to do it better? Right, so technically, the price gouge move that he does is 
a fuck more of a fuck you to Big Pharma than to other things. What? I mean, look. Okay. Obviously, it also affects real human so beings that need that medication. It's funny when you get to to make fifty times profits and also claim to be the, the little guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he has these vendettas against uh, the Pfizer or whatever. Doesn't matter. He forms a couple of drug drug companies. He gets ousted from his first one around 2014, and he starts one called Turing Pharmaceuticals, which is the one that buys this drug, Daraprim. This is the big, the, the drug that, you know, this is the thing. We're finally here. Yeah, we finally. <laughs> the big life-saving drug, and we're finally here. We, we, we made it all the way through. So what they do is they buy these things called orphan drugs, which... <laughs> Dude, I need to get me some of those. <laughs> drugs so, drug so good, they make you think you got both your parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drugs so, so good, they kill your parents, dude. <laughs> Send me some of them orphan drugs. I mean, if my mom found out the drugs I'm doing, she would die. <laughs> yeah. uh, orphan drugs are medications that are used to treat rarer diseases. Uh-huh. Uh, so often there isn't... Like rickets? Here's, here's one cool thing about uh, how capitalism works. If there's no financial incentive to cure a disease, it doesn't get cured without like heavy investments from outside sources. Sure, sure. So by buying these orphan drugs, which are so rare, he's able to jack up the prices. In Daraprim's case, Daraprim is an anti-parasitic. And it's primarily used to fight toxoplasmosis and other parasitic infections that you would get when you have AIDS. Okay. Okay, Toxo- is that we're just where I know that? That sounds familiar. That's when your blood is going toxic. Toxo? No, toxoplasmosis. <laughs> I think my blood gone crazy. I think my, <laughs> think my blood gone crazy. <laughs> toxoplasmosis. Did we? I feel like we might have discussed this on a previous episode. Toxoplasmosis is a parasite that lives in rats and cats, but can oh, live yeah, inside yeah, yeah. of human beings. Oh. And it, some of the side effects of toxoplasmosis include liking cats. And going crazy. I see. I knew about that, and uh, it creeps me out. And that's why I don't want... That's part one of the thousands of reasons I don't want a cat. But everyone's like, nah, everyone has it. You probably already have it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does, it does make you aggressive. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it does make you like cats. And so maybe it sounded I like you were basically hissing at a dog earlier. <laughs> so I kind of think you've got more... <laughs> Dude, uh, I hate. I hope we didn't talk about that on the podcast before because I hate when there's like evidence that I can't learn. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was like you knew this already. I think uh, it might have come up. It was definitely in my notes for the Grafton, New Hampshire episode. Didn't come up. Okay. I mean, because <laughs> right, I, I know this and I know it archives. ain't from this. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, it is a common enough parasite that humans can be exposed to. It's dangerous to pregnant women. Is mm-hmm. one thing. That's why. Pregnant- what ain't they fragile? <laughs> pregnant <laughs> can't do shit my pregnant my like eight eight months pregnant in law pregnant sister-in-law <laughs> she, she, could t- she touched her toes damn she, but she can lift these heavy way. boxes i don't know what these yeah, uses yeah. are pretty impressive <laughs> yeah get back to work lady oh so stop pregnant. if you got time to touch your toes <laughs> you got time to cook that baby more <laughs> yeah, she should get that thing done in six months. <laughs> so primarily, you put Dara- your mind to it. Primarily, Daraprim is uh, prescribed to AIDS patients uh, because obviously, with AIDS, toxoplasmosis could really fuck it you up. With AIDS, yeah, I mean, AIDS. It, you know, <laughs> a lot of bad things could happen with AIDS. 
AIDS, big thumbs down from yeah, the American a, Journal of Not Losers. a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan. Runner-up uh, loser of the episode. AIDS. Oh, there's actually a bet even better. <laughs> oh, okay. She's, she's coming up later. Uh, anyways, yes. Uh, Dara Prim, which is uh, before this price hike, $13.50 a pill, goes up to how reasonable? Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, but is it a daily I pill? I guess if you need to say I mean, cra- That's hot. still that's crazy hot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean... The drug company or the insurance is probably paying out. And with AIDS, you're taking so many medications. Like, this is it's part of a cocktail guy. of pills that you're taking for antiparasitic. Yeah, not reasonable. Make it free. I'm going to be on a cocktail someday. I already know it. Yeah, you're going to be on a cocktail later tonight, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already have a little pill thing with the days of the week and have for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... There's only like three in there, but I'm sure... So this is the thing that catches the attention of the media. In particular, Hillary Clinton, who is currently running for president of the United States of America. Oh, that Hillary. Yeah. yeah, Hillary. Oh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Uh, George Clinton's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's Hillary Atomic Dog Clinton. Uh, Hillary uh, tweets about this, and you know how good she was on Twitter. You know, uh, she yeah. was always... Pokemon go to the polls. Yeah, baby. baby. Tell us how tell us how she price gouging ha- makes you feel in three emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Tell us how your student debt makes you feel in five emojis or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah, she really lost that fucking election. <laughs> I'll to the queen. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. We're lucky we get to vote for her again. But let's, <laughs> let's not get too political. God damn, Democrats, dude. I wish I loved anything as much as Democrats love losing elections. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, there's gonna be a, like a lackluster run to elect Kamala Harris yeah. in two years. Yeah. All right. Literally right. just set when you said that. <laughs> the God just the turns the light setting, down. The sun is setting on the American Empire. That's what's happening. <laughs> but look, we're not here to be political. We're here to talk about Pharma Bro Martin Screlly. Uh Yeah, Hillary Clinton points this out on Twitter. It becomes a pretty big story. Uh, and especially when Martin Shkreli gets in the press and he's just, he's wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> describe Twitchy? Twitchy or flowy, Sli- slimy. Twitchy Whoa. implies like discomfort. He's comfortable, but he's like writhing. <laughs> he's uh, he's like you know, you know this type. He's like the he's so obnoxious. He's like a guy who's explaining numbers to you at a bar. <laughs> like mm. and and so here is his he defends this you know to whatever extent you can. It is obviously a reprehensible thing to do. Yeah. He's like, "Well, the reason I did it is for money," which and other people do things like this. But he also <laughs> says like, "This is a bigger fuck you to insurance company to to the pharmaceutical and the insurance businesses. If you as a patient are having trouble paying for this, reach out to me and I will cover your copay or I will sell it to you directly for a reasonable price." Uh, how did he encourage them to reach true? out? Well, it is true. There are people who reached out and he get, sold it, the Daraprim to them for like a dollar a pill. But it involves... Wait, I, about, you you can't would be, have to you have seen the... Yeah. You have to You have to have like, as a person who is taking a whole lot of medication, be like, oh yeah, that's cool. I just have to go through my new benefactor, Martin Shkreli. Yeah, I will say though, if you're a person who's dying without his medication, you might be Googling around to see how to get yeah, some. What's he like, using it for a tax write-off then as charitable donation? I mean, I, I, I have no evidence of how many people... There's at least one guy who was like, yeah, yeah I did this and... Uh, Honestly, I think the system probably shouldn't work like this. I shouldn't yeah. have to beg a, a guy who owns a League of Legends team to... Oh, that's, yes, dude. God, stop making me think he's cool, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, a what team? Okay, so... We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, right, I right. mean, I, I got to tell <laughs> you, you trying, to research, <laughs> trying to research for this 
the League of Legends was a real dead end. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Okay. Anyways, yeah, he's just being like this, he's this like cousin Greg looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Just no, no fun at all. Yeah, yeah. Going on television, being like, oh, I don't know, it's fine. He's also he leans into the villain aspect quite a bit. He does these live streams, I think, on Periscope, which was a platform at the time. Uh, he goes on Periscope or whatever and I've just like noodles on guitar and he has his number. He's like, call me. <laughs> and people will call him and be like, hey, how dare you? And he's like, how dare me? Oh, fuck you. And then he... <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah, he just does like the most childish. Okay, I mean, he, and, he, and he has wits. It's not like he's... Uh-huh. Well, he is a smart guy. He's doing this like Ben Shapiro kind of like, well, actually, if you knew anything about the data, you would know that you're more... I, I, like, I, I know I've gone on the record about Ben Shapiro before. I find him infinitely more charming than Ben Shapiro. <laughs> and I'm calling this man a literal worm, like scum of, scum of the earth. <laughs> ben Shapiro, I'm like, Ben Shapiro, I can't fathom liking. Whereas Martin Shkreli, I'm like, look, I get it. I get it. Okay. If this guy were a comedy writer, we'd all be like, yeah, cute guy. We like it. But yes, he did. uh, (laughs) I mean, things just come out about him. He's this big fucking nerd. He, he's really into esports. So league of legends, Adam is a game that when, even when I look at it, I feel like how a grandparent looking at video games feels. I cannot understand what is happening on the screen. It's one of the most popular like MMOs, like massive multiplayer online. No, I don't think, oh yeah, yeah, it is is an MMO. You're right, you're right. Oh, don't come at me. Don't come at me. I thought thought that was going to be followed by RPG. I really don't know anything about like online games like this. The more you, I'm retreating inside of myself. I so I watched a YouTube I watched a YouTube video about this and what was so funny about watching this I, I my my YouTube algorithm is going to be ruined because I it was a League of Legends history YouTuber and they were like let me tell you about Martin Shkreli's team and they were giving they were saying all these things about League of Legends Lovely that I could go. not understand yeah. and then when they got to Martin Shkreli they were like let me give you some background Wall Street is a place oh, where, no, oh no 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 they were explaining they were what Wall, Wall Street they were explaining what Wall Street is but they were like yeah he had some of the best junglers on the way <laughs> Okay, so we put together a good Legion League of Legends team. They didn't make the finals, and actually, he goes to prison right as they're about to qualify. Ah. Yeah, and he never paid his coaches. There are coaches. Yeah, duh. It's a sport. <laughs> okay. Duh. What an incomprehensible. And I, I look. I'm a guy that I'm a guy that understands this. You know, <laughs> I'm a I'm a guy that can fuck with some esports. League of Legends. I, I don't know what's happening. I've played a little. It's a terrible game. It's oh, really? so hard to look at. But are it's you no, on a team or how does this work? It's yeah, like it's so individual, nice. but there are no, it is. A, it is a team. Based. Okay. There's like five or six people on a team. And yeah, okay. if, if you're good enough, you, you get sponsored by people. Sometimes Martin's really, it sounds like, what is the goal? What are you doing in that game? Are you, you killing each yeah, other? You're trying to kill the other. You're trying to like destroy their like little castles. Too. Kinda, yeah. Okay. I kind of yeah. thought there was like a ball or something. No, it's not a ball. Huh? It's not, you have to, you're so familiar with normal sports. And what I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking thinking of of normal sports. I'm thinking of normal (laughs) sports. Yeah. Dude, I love normal sports. Do you guys want to watch them? Joey's thinking of tetherball. (laughs) Oh, dude, I would love it if tetherball was like, every time I'm watching like the Olympic volleyball or something, I'm like, this is great. We got to have these sports. Yeah. I'll tell the listener. I was, I was very surprised. Joey had the, the, the best volleyball serve on the 4th of July. People, it it was hurting them. They were scared to. 
I'll be surprised. It. You played in high school. Hey, I, oh, I don't know. Right. If you, I don't he know. You surprisingly heard. athletic I'm pretty for good size. for a guy my size. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I had a pretty good passing form too, but I never at any point set. So anytime the ball would come up to my head, I'd yeah. fucking botch it. I was kind of the mad dog of our team, but <laughs> yeah, I did. You I mean, mean, you just stare people down. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I was so happy you were playing with us that I didn't want to be like Cosmo. Literally, every time you've touched the ball, has been an illegal hit. <laughs> it's what? Been, yeah, every time you touched it was like either a well, you had your dick out. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, not allowed that's in a public rule? park. <laughs> oh, that type of law. <laughs> park law. <laughs> this is park law. Oh, can we write that? Can we write that procedural? Park law. It's the cops who only enforce the laws at parks. <laughs> like, but are they rangers or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like city parks. Uh, like, cops yeah. that enjoy a nice day. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, okay. But the real thing that, that gets them a lot of press is this Wu-Tang Clan album. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you about Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. Uh, I should say right now, I don't know too much about Wu-Tang Clan. I'll admit that right now. I assume it's fine. We fuck with them, though. Yeah, I think they're good. It's okay to fuck it's with them. They're considered good. Okay. They're considered very good. I, don't know. I think it's fine to fuck with Wu-Tang Clan. I see no problems with that. Ah, okay. I see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really he's taken nice. a new term and applied it. And an, to the, uh, the old saying, dude, you're such an old head hip hop stan. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm familiar with some Wu-Tang, but I'm not like, okay. But Once Upon a Time in Shaolin was a 2015 album created by the Wu-Tang Clan, uh, produced by the RZA and his co-producer, Silver Ring. His co-producer. You said co-producer. RZA and his co-producer. That's his title. How about maybe I'm not, maybe I didn't just do that okay. because oh, it feels oh, right. No, yeah. <laughs> Go produce up. It does feel like I do feel like if you read the liner notes of a <laughs> yeah, of yeah. a Wu Tang album, it that. should say produce Producer. God damn it! I get canceled. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so Riza and Silver Rings had this idea based on uh, sort of old forms of patronage. They thought that with the the proliferation of music with Spotify, with pirating of music, that there was no value in music because in 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 a uh, in a recorded music because it was all just available to everyone. <laughs> Snooze. <laughs> like so how they, music should be. <laughs> <laughs> so they put out an album once upon a time in Shaolin, a two disc is like two hours long. There's only going to be one ever copy of this album made. Oh, are there mm-hmm. skits? That's a long album. <laughs> that is really long. Yeah, it's about an hour forty-five skits. of skits. <laughs> that does. Yeah. That is how it feels. It's yeah. like an old rap it's album. Rizza like, on the on, uh, on on hold of his uh, bank for forty minutes. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's always going to be like a two and a half minute thing. Where Angry like woman leaving a voicemail. <laughs> she's so madly in love with them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, what I, I mean, obviously I have not heard this album, right? I know that, uh, I know that Cher appears on it twice, mm-hmm. so it must be pretty good. Uh, the idea was to recreate like Renaissance patronage where like only one person is going to pay a lot of money for sure. this art object yeah, commissioned for, mm-hmm. for one particular man. Right. And the, and the idea was to create a legal embargo on it so that from the date that it is released, this music cannot be distributed to anyone but the owner for 88 years. Wow. Oh, damn. I thought, cause I thought that was the whole part of it was that they were like intended for the, the purchaser to release it. No. Uh, so this, okay. this is something that I did. Uh, oh. I, I actually didn't know. I kind of assumed that Shkreli was the reason we were not hearing. That's this what album. I thought too. Yeah. It's kind of, 
Riz's fault. <laughs> Just a little. Uh, and I'll, I'll say this. Other members of the Wu-Tang Clan, Method Man in particular, is like, that's stupid. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, this was NFT before NFT. It's kind of an NFT type of deal. I mean, <laughs> with less weird. <laughs> also, right, they wanted like a million dollars or something. They, that's, it, right? it sold for two. Yeah. Two Martin Shkreli bought this album uh, on an auction site for $2 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is before the price hike, by the way. They did not know who Martin Shkreli was. Gotcha. Oh, he was okay. just an interested buyer. Uh, but yeah, like I said, a lot of people, <laughs> Method Man thinks it's stupid. Ghostface Killer also kind of hinted as like, man, Riz is doing his thing. <laughs> Killer Ghostface but impression. <laughs> they were all on it. Killer. and no, Did they split the money? It's Wu Tang. I mean, I feel like I feel yeah, like two million dollars forty five ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, it sounds like his idea. They're like, this is dumb. But meanwhile, they're spending days in the studio. <laughs> yeah, I, I've uh, you know my impression with the I I I do think that the we at the American Journal of Losers should move more towards a Wu Tang model. Okay, <laughs> we're like, like fifteen of yeah, us. Yeah, so just we can like all kind of drop more in. fighting. Right, yeah. and maybe we'll we'll be like Riza, and like you know Riza seems to be pretty in charge in terms of a lot of this stuff. You know, there's like, like old dirty bastard. We can we can use an old dirty bastard. What if, you think? What if our podcast got oh, that really was me? Kung fu movies. Yeah, that is. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> I'm 34, thing. and I'm always talking about muffin <laughs> <laughs> piss. <laughs> here's the other thing, though. Waiting 88 years to release a Wu Tang album. Sorry to the Wu Tang Clan. That is not gonna. Eight. That's gonna sound like yeah. fucking ragtime yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of rules in the world. <laughs> you, should, you should do 15, and then once it happens, it's like a big publicity thing. You can dust it off, go back on tour. Yeah, 88 is far too long, and also like, like 10 years would be cool. Yeah, 10 right. years would be cool. But I mean, how how well do you think the uh, the the black American men kind of cosplaying as Japanese samurai is gonna age <laughs> in almost a hundred years. It's I think we're still okay with it, but it's getting, I, yeah, I just yeah, yeah, I, I just think, can see it going the other way any day now where you'd be like, mm-hmm. you know, Wu Tang Clan was Wu Tang was pretty public. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get shot. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't say Wu Tang's problematic, can you? I think. I mean, I don't know who you're afraid of shooting <laughs> you, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Screlly buys Once Upon a Time in Shaolin at auction. It comes in a bejeweled box with like leather bound liner notes. Like I said, it is they a, make a whole deal out of it. Yeah, as you would. It yeah. would be crazy if they gave you those shitty CDs <laughs> that break so easily. Wait, it's a the CD plastic it's a vinyl. It's CD. <laughs> it's a CD. <laughs> I mean, it makes a certain amount of sense. That is like a Wu-Tang should be on a CD. A vinyl would like deteriorate over time, I guess too, but like it can't be on a CD, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that it, it was the peak at the time. They're just like, we don't see it getting better. I mean, it, was email you a- it was 2015. Where, where were we at on vinyl in 2015? That was coming back, you right? Do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Email you an, an uncompressed file. <laughs> it had a golden flash drive. Yeah. Can you put it? You could put it on like your computer, though, right? Uh, like, that's not he, against the rules. He, there, yes, he, he did do that. Okay. Because uh, I'm surprised no one tried gonna, to steal that computer. He's not allowed to just uh, distribute. Well, someone's going to get this. Someone's going to get, get their hands on this Wu Tang album in a second. Let's keep going here. Uh, Oh, and he promises that uh, he will release the whole album if Donald Trump wins the 2016 election. Ooh, good news. That's- <laughs> and that if Hillary wins, he will destroy it. Uh, Donald Trump wins. I love all the... <laughs> Donald Trump wins. He plays like 15 minutes on a live stream one time, but that's all he could do like legally. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I mean, you have to imagine, you know, 
Uh, you think there are people in the voting booth like, I hate Donald Trump, <laughs> but I love Giza. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was Giza. a tough election for a lot of people. I think it's Giza. I, lo- <laughs> I love Giza. Giza. <laughs> Look, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to me. Hey, if I got crap for a producer, you could get some crap for oh, a producer. Giza. Was so funny. We, we, we didn't even know how to joke about it. We just looked at each other excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also, if it, if it needs to be said... He's a Trump guy. He's leaning into this like annoying. He's got like Pepe pins. He's hanging out with Milo Yiannopoulos, a bunch of people, a bunch of bullshit that we're just not going to talk about on this podcast because it's uh, uh, sad. It sucks in a less fun way. It sucks in a much less fun way. But he does. He does interact with this world because he loves trolling. And it was just a big part of the fucking. Mm -hmm. It it was it was a real novel thing for a guy to be like Pepe Harambe. God. Yeah, yeah, he was truly the worst. Um, the president of Kekistan. <laughs> I just, I don't know what that is. Don't tell me. Okay. Uh, I get it. <laughs> I, I, and this is unre- unrelated. I do just have a note here. I didn't know what else to put it. His uh, biggest defender in the documentary I watched was a 500 pound white rapper called Billy the Fridge. Just putting that out there. Biggest offender of what? What do you mean? Yeah, I, there was a documentary I watched about this guy, and the only like friend they had of his was Billy uh, the Fridge. Billy the Fridge. He was in a lot of the movie, Dude, and he was wearing a chain with an old fashioned donut on it. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, that's kind of an odd future thing, isn't it? <laughs> the old, uh, the donut thing? Yeah. Oh. Billy the Fridge. <laughs> Do you think Billy the Fridge was an odd future? Uh, <laughs> there were a lot of guys in odd future. Uh-huh. Fridge is sort of the Wu-Tang of... Uh, sort of the Wu-Tang of our modern day. Fridge is a great nickname for like a big guy. I love that. Oh, don't get me wrong. I would love everything yeah, about them if he wasn't <laughs> friends with, yeah, uh, yeah, with, yeah. with Martin Shkreli. His music also seems like it sucks. I mean, obviously, oh, but... Fair. Sure. Uh, Oh, he was also harassing women. Bye. Martin or Fridge? <laughs> Martin. <we're laughs> don't say don't. Please don't say both. <laughs> uh, Martin was kicked off of Twitter for continually, continuously harassing Teen Vogue writer Lauren Duca. Uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Was he in what style of her? So Lauren was like covering his story, as a lot I of see. people were, and uh, he just kept making like, being like, Lauren is in love with me. We're going to fuck. Yeah. Like really gross yeah. stuff. Yikes. <laughs> During his trial, when he was very confident he would be exonerated, he said, and when I'm free, I get to fuck Lauren Duca. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, yeah. Did you know he was a gross guy? Yeah, uh, I guess so. He just mm. seems so fucking cool. <laughs> ah. Anyways, he is in in t- December of 2015, he is indicted uh, on eight counts of securities fraud, all of them unrelated to the price gouging. Okay. Interesting. The price gouging. So he could have gotten away with it. The price. If it wasn't for the price gouging. The jizza. (laughs) (laughs) The price gouging was not an illegal thing that he did. It was a shitty thing that he did. What is what is that securities fraud? Securities fraud. What? What is that? Uh, (laughs) Essentially, how it is described. (laughs) What is it in general? Do not ask me that question. Okay. Yeah. How it was described uh, to me <laughs> was he essentially ran these companies that he started, multiple companies over the last two decades. Uh, he essentially ran them like a Ponzi scheme where he would pay off defrauded investors from the last company with money from the new company, which I got to say is how I would do it. So if I mean, if I accidentally stole a bunch of people, people yeah. I would just create I'll another company, company that does make money <laughs> and then I would pay everyone back. Right. I mean, that, but, but ultimately someone has to be holding the bag. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just keep pushing the buck until until you go to jail. Not if you make money. (laughs) Oh, but we just keep not making money. So he could have done this better and not gotten in trouble. No, no. He paid the people back, but what he did was still illegal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
you know, it's finance. Using one company's money to fund it. I see. And it did not help, obviously, that this guy has this high profile now. So, like, what what would just be like a run-of-the-mill white-collar crime case is now like, okay, we have a case with... The most hated guy. Yeah, but he Everyone was literally called burn. Literally called the most hated man in yeah, America burn for that a long CD. time. Yeah, did burn that. They, yeah, they're suggesting the death <laughs> penalty for securities fraud. Uh, one one uh, litigant in the case said the jury selection went on the longest she's ever worked, and she worked on the Bill Cosby jury selection. Oh, <laughs> because people would be like, "Yeah, I hate that guy. He disrespected the Wu Tang Clan." Wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, and I'll like well, literally over two hundred jurors were tried, and I'm sure plenty of ways to get out of jury duty. Just be yeah, like, I just texted him or like called and pushed a button that said postpone. That said, don't jury duty. <laughs> yeah, I was sweating, and then I called him. They're like, you want to push it? And I'm like, yeah, 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 nine <laughs> or whatever. That's great. Okay. Anyway, just, I mean, you should just tell people you have uh, biases against slimy looking guys. <laughs> I also just remembered back to the, the Wu-Tang album thing. I remember him saying that if Taylor Swift went on a date with him, he would release it as well. Which that, I, I mean, mean I, I, you know what? I didn't come across that, but I, I remember, I do remember him saying, that. I believe you. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's also, and he's just being like a fucking a dick. He, he calls the the prosecutors in his case junior varsity. That gets a lot of like he he's put under a gag order by the judge. <laughs> junior varsity, and I know that set people off. I they were like, what did he say? I am varsity. <laughs> I, I lettered in, they're, in they're court. In their letter jacket. <laughs> Can I show you guys the fucking? Because obviously you're not allowed to bring cameras in, but look at these fucking courtroom sketches. Oh, that's so funny. This is not what that's, this man. I mean, he doesn't look it's like. A, I mean, he looks, those uh, two men don't look the same. Oh looks, my god, that is what he looks like, Joseph. They make him. Look, they made him look a, so show Adam, smart. Show, show, like, show Adam a real picture. That's what that made guy looks look like. so wry. What? Th- those are no, not doing wrong, him correct. like not, they're not doing injustice to his. Look. But he he's like caricaturized. Yeah. Uh, he, looks he looks better looks, than that. They made it. They really twisted up his little face. They gave him a fucking golem face, dude. He looks like the golem in like the older versions of the Hobbit yeah. or Lord of the Rings. app. he has a rat face, not a golem face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, obviously this guy is just not liked. Uh, yeah, Judge orders issues this gag order. He's out on two million dollars worth of bail, but he is uh, that she's bail- got to burn. That's two two million dollars. Nothing. Yeah, that's, not, that's a CD. That's a CD. To him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's out on two million dollars of bail, but he that bail is rescinded when he starts posting on Facebook. That he will never post. (laughs) Never post. Never post. Truly. I mean, this guy, he could have gotten away with it if he didn't post, man. George Curley truly could have. He posted on Facebook that he was was offering anyone $5,000 for any of Hillary Clinton's hair. (laughs) Part of it. What? Part of an Wait, on- you're saying I you can't post stuff like that? <laughs> Part of an ongoing bit where uh he was talking about cloning Hillary Clinton. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's really funny. The thing is I do think it's a little funny. <laughs> like you you sh- I mean, don't Why get- does he he hates her so much? Why does he want more of them? <laughs> Why does he want more Hillary Clinton? It's a joke, Cosmo. Do you not get it? Mm, guess not. <laughs> so funny to sort see a, even like a slimier Hillary Clinton with <laughs> less of a personality. <laughs> <laughs> like a big tub. Uh, yeah. So this he is. This is seen as uh, threatening a public official. The, his bail is rescinded. He goes to jail. What? Fre- threatening to clone a public official. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's fine to threaten Hillary Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not a problem. Sure. But in terms of if you are mounting a legal defense, a very public trial, 
You got to not post. I mean, it sounds like he just threatened to pick up after her. Right? He doesn't say kill her and take her hair. He's just like, hey, if she drops them. He's just living for the lols, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, his, and his legal def- his, his, like, defense team agrees that this got him an extra, like, two years in jail. Basically. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, ultimately, this, this, this case is kind of a win because he is cleared of five of these eight charges of mm-hmm. uh, securities fraud. He goes to jail for three. He gets seven years, which is... A win. Because yeah, also it's that's fucking... That's quite a few years. It's minimum security, too. I mean, yeah. it's fucking financial crime. So I've always... Wa- Do you know, like, what... Pri- are there truly, like, private minimum security prisons for these people? Does he get to, like, pick kind of where he goes? Uh, there are. It does seem like he was in the lesser tier of that, but I would venture that his prison was pretty okay yeah i'm sure i mean i just know of that concept i don't know the name of like i've never seen photos of any of these you just hear about these like yeah i think it's cushy real, prisons yeah that they're well i think you have I'm to sure be, it is i think you have to be even wealthier than Screlly to get wow. to places okay. like this but like yeah there's like basically summer camp for mm-hmm. white collar criminals yeah. in some well, places i think i think like like it, like very minimum security prisons aren't that aren't like what you're picturing when you think of like a nightmarish prison in the first place. Uh-huh. And the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that was, I mean, he was running his, he kept continued to run his business via a smuggled cell phone. If that gives you a picture of where he might've been, whether he had to keister that or whether that was guards just kind of being like, Oh, you know, looking the other way. I don't, yeah. I imagine you still are in prison, you know? Mm hmm. Uh, I saw some him talking a little bit about his prison experience. He was like, yeah, I mean, it was bad. <laughs> can't the business can't be like prosecuted then for being run by a, I mean, it was an unrelated business. Are you not allowed to run a, a business from prison? Like, you, I know it's like, like maybe logistically difficult, <laughs> but like you get phone calls and emails and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wait until people I, online date in prison. They can, you can run it. You can oh, run this. thank you for bringing that up. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember this? Do you remember? No, this I, is I don't. The best part of the story. He fell in love. Wow. In prison, you guys. Wow. Did it warm his heart? His little rat turd heart. <laughs> it absolutely did not. Is actually uh, uh, the story. This is actually <laughs> the story of a woman throwing her life away oh. for Martin fucking Shkreli. Oh. This is the, one of the saddest articles I've ever read in my entire life. It makes me uh, horrified to read it. Dude, all the good women are either married <laughs> or, or <too> chasing <laughs> a monster <laughs> criminal. Christine Smythe had it all. Smythe Shkreli. <laughs> <laughs> she had a, so she was a reporter with Bloomberg. She had been married for five years when she started working on Martin Shkreli's story. Whoa. Lady. She starts covering Martin Shkreli and the initial interaction between them is he's kind of playing her like hot and cold. He's like, oh, maybe I'll grant you an interview. Ah, his system. (laughs) His pickup system. His Screlly system, baby. He was literally like negging her. He would like uh, grant interviews to other journalists in front of her. (laughs) But it it becomes pretty Ah. clear that uh, they develop a friendship while she is covering him, right? And she... And her boss like undercovering all the dirt of the like criminal activity of someone to be like, and they're kind of nice. They're kind (laughs) of she hears the Wu-Tang album. I can tell you that. Uh, That's that's an aphrodisiac. And then post a post a picture of her and Martin listening to the album. And that's when her bosses are like, you can't. Yeah. Isn't that like the worst journalism ever to like (laughs) fall in love with the guy you're covering? (laughs) It's so crazy. So it's obviously it starts as just a friendship, right? Uh, the Bloomberg, her bosses at Bloomberg asks her to recuse herself, which she does, but she also then sells uh, a book proposal 
being like, I'm going to write the My Martin. friend Martin. <laughs> I'm going to write the Martin Shkreli book. Like, you know, I'll follow him around. I'll get all the things I need. Uh, she is devastated when Martin is sent to prison. Oh, okay. Mm, this is, I see. This, this is before. pre-prison. Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yes. Well, when the, when yes, the story is breaking, she's covering Martin. She covers the trial. She's uh-huh. still in contact with him. He goes to prison and she continues to, she visits him. Oh. And meanwhile, her fucking marriage is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it. Honey, why? <laughs> That's like, you would feel so crazy as that husband. <laughs> Honey, why does our credit card bill have $500 in Mountain Dew at the vending machine? At <laughs> she literally, there's a story where she's like, I, I went to the, the vending machine at the place where you can meet the prisoners. I didn't know what he liked, so I just bought everything. Oh, um, wow. This woman is God, down dude. bad. Dude, a married down bad. God. Lady. And she missed, she missed uh, her, one of her uh, couple's counseling sessions with her husband by 50 minutes because she was visiting Martin Shkreli the first time. I, that's the kind of thing where they come in 50 minutes late and you're just uh, you're just like, so I'm right about <laughs> everything, right? Like, 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 like. Um, yeah. Oh, so lady. her marriage falls apart. She continues to visit Martin Shkreli in prison, even when he moves. He, at first, he's being kept. She lives in Brooklyn. He's being kept in New York. Even when he was moved to Pennsylvania, she takes like a bus. She gets up. Do, do you make do you make her help him move? It's like carrying a prison cot <laughs> into like a big truck. <laughs> you know, actually, that is, I think, the one benefit of being in prison is they take care of all yeah, your moving. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> we're moving you to the new federal one upstate, and also you gotta get offer some friends some commissary pizza to help you move all your shit. Two men and a truck and a gun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some handcuffs. Dude, this uh, is her. My stomach. So she continues to Love visit him. Will make you do the worst things on the planet. And they call. Obviously, you can talk to these people over the phone. I think it's romantic. <laughs> they are allowed to kiss in these meetings. Just kiss. Just kiss. They mm. do not have a conjugal visit. In fact, they never have sex. No. Oh, yeah, dude. So Is what he ha- stringing her along? Well, I, it doesn't. What can she do for him? I mean, I guess to write a better or a more flattering book. Uh, they he he asked if she he can call her his girlfriend, so that's a good sign. It's nice, okay. Uh, and then she writes an article for fucking L. She does a profile, being like, "My boyfriend Martin Shkreli." Uh, I just want to write. Oh, I dude. this this article is insane. It, it is it is written not by her, but by like she is profiled for L here, and it is. It is insane. Why would you come forward with that? This is this is not. Don't post to an extent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't have nev- a profile yeah. written about how you're throwing your life and yeah. career what away is L? for the most L magazine. So, yeah, you well, I got that, but I don't know what L magazine is. It's a woman. It sounds was a Spanish woman's yeah. magazine. <laughs> French, I think. But yeah, L magazine. L magazine. Yeah, writes this profile. Has this profile written? About her and Martin Shkreli's blossoming love. I truly don't get what the angle was yeah. or why she did this. Because also after this, Martin Shkreli ends the relationship. Mm. I mean, somebody at L had to just be like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's right scoop about of it. the year. So that yeah. was in December of yeah. 2021 that that comes out. Oh, that was recently. It was very recently, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's that was that was the that was the thing. I was like, did you know about the second yeah, wave of yeah. Martin Shkreli news that happened very recently? When did he go to prison? I don't think I got a date on that. Uh so he was uh he was indicted in December of twenty fifteen. So the seven year sentence okay. is covering yeah. just into twenty twenty two. 
Okay, so now that he's getting out, he's like, I could do better. Than <laughs> yeah, he's breaking up Get with your the, motor running. Dude, he's breaking up with his high school girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, no! But he breaks up with her because she goes public with the story, which honestly is fair. <laughs> like, why would she go public? I don't understand why she did that. I don't understand why she fell in love with Martin Shkreli and divorced her husband and threw away her career in journalism for this. It's but I especially don't understand. Why it's inviting yeah, so I mean. much hate into your life. To your world. I mean, I just feel bad for this one. She is clearly this is a lost. This is a lost girl. Oh, well, she's got a second go she's, now that she's free. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I feel fun. I she feel should work on herself. What's her? She, g- give me your Twitter. I'm gonna this is the year of tweet me. at her to work on herself. You're gonna no. If I, give I know you, you her, can't tell women to smile. Can you tell them to work on themselves? <laughs> Adam, do not hit on Christine's mind. Wait, can I see a picture? I think you'd like her. <laughs> okay. I was like, got her name wrong. I'm sorry. It's Christy, not Christine. Christy. Oh, well, okay. that's it. That's Adam's mom's name. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Yeah. How, how much information are we going to get about my mom? Yeah, first, <laughs> first, last, like area code, <laughs> made a name. Wow. Yeah. We really, this is a podcast where we slowly, over the course of 100 episodes, yeah. dox Adam's mom. If our Patreon doesn't get to $100,000, we will release one digit of her social security <laughs> code every episode. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I would say that was pretty clearly a one-way streak. So here's what happens: Martin Shkreli gets out on good behavior in March of this year, 2022. Mm. Uh, kind of in a halfway house for the most part, and then he's well, how what is a white-collar halfway yeah, house? Good. I don't know. No, we, no email. Institutionalized. <laughs> you need to know what it's like on yeah. the outside. But, we better not find any copies of the four-hour work week. <laughs> 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 this is a Ferris free house. <laughs> I love the idea of Martin Scully being like, like sometimes I just think inside made more sense. <laughs> it's, it's the freedom of choice. That's the real prison. You don't do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, two weeks ago, uh, this episode's drop date. Whoa. Two weeks ago, he did an AMA on Reddit. Answering all the questions you'd want to know about Martin Scully's time in prison. This guy loves Reddit. <laughs> this guy, this yeah, well, especially this he's not a Reddit type. He can't be on Twitter anymore because of uh, the uh, sexual harassment that he was continually doing. Nice. Uh-huh. He's a pretty bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty bad. Did, guy was, did you get any takeaways from this AMA? Or the uh, takeaways I got is that he's out. He's trying to get back into the stock game. He's ready to give tips to anyone who wants to ask any questions. Mm-hmm. There were generally a lot of like just r- actual shop talk about stocks weird yeah i mean in a way where i'm like okay there's, i, I forgot this guy actually does like stocks you think there's no shortage out? of that information out there yeah if he's like if he's like willing to to interact should we reach out to him for a statement <laughs> <laughs> do you do you, how do you feel about you being a big loser no dude if we reached out he would roast us so hard yeah he would joey send me undercover let me date someone so that we can get him put him on the pod i can give you this the l story you know what i mean Oh, interesting. We have to send you into enemy territory. Yeah, to yeah, date. yeah. Like, I do, I, I, Joey, just give me permission to date a problematic woman, please. <laughs> Look, man, you could date a woman doing all sorts of accents if you want to. I'm never going to put him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. he, you just mean like if he dates anyone. Why? It's woman, an audio medium. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, also, I, I had uh, perfect to end on this because I did skip over it. Uh, he owed $7.4 million in assets when he went to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, most uh, he paid about five million, and the rest came in physical assets. He had collectibles. Oh. He had letters. Collectibles. From, he had letters from Darwin and Turing. He had a little Wayne album, the Carter Dar- three or four, whatever had not been released at the time. He had like a rare edition of that, uh, and he also 
gave the Wu-Tang album to the SEC. Well, that's two mil right there, right? Yeah, I mean, he uh, sold... So it kind of... He turns it over and then you, you auction it. It seems like they're being weirdly fair about it, but it does seem that the SEC at one point owned this Wu-Tang Clan album. Uh, that's very funny. Mm. Wow. I want to... <laughs> I'm just picturing the SEC's closet. It's like a 15-year-old high school kid. It's a Wu-Tang Clan. There's an airsoft gun, a, <laughs> a pipe full of resin. They got money. They got money. And and they got Wu-Tang. SEC won't let me be. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Incredible a, stuff. This guy's a big... This, you know, we don't do this a lot. A lot of our losers, we kind of like these guys, you know? What a what a some, what a you know, little wanker this guy! I don't I don't want to talk about him anymore because this guy fucking loves attention. And I look, I love attention too. But like, does he seem like a guy who's got Google alerts? He's gonna he's gonna get notified about this pod. <laughs> Were we on fucking Google? Come we didn't get Dan Ninen Noonan. I'm actually surprised by that. I th- I, I kind of assumed that we, are we that we'd be getting like hate emails. I do I think I do that. think Ninen kind of dropped off the face of the earth as far as I can tell. Oh, he gone. I think he gone. So what can, is this guy le- like? Are there restrictions on like what he can do for employment? Technically, he's not allowed to work in pharmaceuticals in any way, but that is a law that he's in this AMA seemed pretty confident he could repeal. What a punishment. Well, not law, not a law, but it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, well, you can't do that. Dude, and that's, he's like he he thinks he has an airtight case that that's not something that you can do as part of someone's release. Yeah, talk about cruel and unusual. Not <laughs> being <laughs> work for pharma. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> my passion, my dreams. Yeah. Well, well, that's enough of this guy, you guys. But uh, not enough of the American Journal of Losers. Because guess what? We got a new episode every week. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that. Yeah. In case you didn't Guess know, what, fellas? if you're listening this far. <laughs> this is huge news, guys. There will be an episode next week. Every you, Wednesday. You can listen to it. Wow. Uh, sometimes we'll miss it, but it's only happening. Hey, dude, celebrate your hump day by listening to our podcast and then doing a little humping of your own. Uh, another hump day thing you can do is I am running a show called Molasses Hourglass. It's going to start up in August. That's right. We plug our stand-up dates yeah. on here. Wait, it's on a hiatus? And if it's you on want- a little hiatus right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to see great cause comics like Cosmo and Omiko so come out to this show. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about you. I'm out Molasses Hourglass every Wednesday at the Subterranean in Chicago, Illinois. I'm going to plug that every fucking week. Wow. Really All right. Shit. I love it. Well, I'm not going to plug anything because uh, I, I don't need your help. Uh, but before we go, I quick got to ask uh, uh, Cosmo, if, if you could jack the price up on a life-saving drug for one disease, what would it be? Uh, erectile dysfunction medication. <laughs> That's not a bad one. <laughs>